You're listening to the Known Legacy Podcast, brought to you by Known Legacy Ministries. For more info, go to www.knownlegacy.org or look for us on social media under Known Legacy. Now here's your hosts, Bill and Travis. Welcome back to the Known Legacy Podcast. We're glad you're here. Uh, We'll get to the intros in a second. This is Bill. Again, uh, Travis isn't here. My beautiful wife is next to me again. Hello. That's all you're going to say this know. time? I guess. What am I supposed to She's say? exceptionally beautiful. And let's try this again. <clears throat> I'm with my beautiful wife. Oh, Sarah. She didn't say anything. She looked. Anyways. <laughs> so when I was a kid, I would love to watch. I used to love things like Family Matters. And I would love, uh, you know, shows like like TGI Friday was like the best. Full House. Full House was amazing. Uh, you know, if, if if you're over 30, you know it. I think if you're over 30 now, TGF, right? The, well, that's older than I never did the Waltons, but I did old. love it the is. Brady Bunch. <laughs> the Brady Bunch was awesome. I, I mean, you know, did you watch the Brady Bunch? Sarah? Yeah. Well, who's your favorite character in the Brady Bunch? I don't have a favorite character. Marsha. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Marsha was actually my favorite character, just to be honest with you. <laughs> she was hot. She was a hottie, so let's just be honest. So, um, so anyways, I loved it. But as I was talking to you guys, uh, you know, Cindy and James are back again on the podcast. Their story is actually cooler than the Brady Bunch story that I had used to watch all the time, and I love it. And I, I want you to hear their story because it is, again, you, you're already able to hear them on the podcast uh, earlier about... Uh, their marriage and how God just restored, God just continues to renew and how they have sought him to to be the restorer and the rescuer. Um, and he continues to. And and I love that that the end of the story, as I just got to hear, was a beautiful picture of them loving their, uh, their grandchildren and their children. And they are awesome grandparents. Mm. They are awesome. And you can... And even just seeing their face and how, mm. literally, just as I said that, grandparents, Cindy just lit up on here. So I wish you guys could see this. But um, I just, I, can you guys share a little bit about how many grandkids you guys have? We have eight. Eight amazing grandkids. Yeah. I feel sorry for other people because our grandkids are so ordinary. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was I not supposed to say that out loud? Sorry. I'm supposed to be quietly superior. <laughs> Five granddaughters, three grandsons. Yes. Amazing. Mm. And now you shared a little bit like they're they're all yours, right? Yes, they are. They're nine, eight, seven, six, four, two, eight months, and six months. Yes, wow. what, sounds right. What do, what do they call you? I'm Juicy. Juicy. <laughs> that is the best name <laughs> I've ever. Because Sarah one time was talking about it, and she's having a conversation, and she goes, "Yeah," and they're like, and I guess I kind of, you know, I was listening, but then all of a sudden she said Juicy, and I'm like. <laughs> What? what did you? What? That's not a grandma. We're just talking about grandparents, and you're like, just, how did you get that name? It's kind of funny. They have a lot. We have a, a. They have a lot of blended family, okay. And a lot of them stole the good grandma names, ah. and so the a friend, boring names. The boring names. <laughs> there you go. Boring and um, a friend of the family um, was over, and I said, "Well, we could we could go for GC for like Grandma Cindy," and he said, "Juicy." Mm. And I said, no, GC. Well, I don't think she said no like that. I think there was an amazing alarm, like, no. And he (laughs) said, well, perhaps you shouldn't say it with food in your mouth. (laughs) It sounds like juicy, and I think that's a great grandma name. Oh, no. It stuck. And then it it got passed on. And it got passed on. As the family moniker of the matriarch. Yes. (laughs) The matriarch. And who are you? Fruity? Poppy. Poppy. 
No, Pop. Just Poppy. Poppy. You got you got away with like you yeah, got away easy. Somebody's got to be basic. I know. Exactly. Someone I know. had to. I have so <laughs> resent that. Wow. Someone had to. Wow. Shots fired again. Oh my gosh. Oh, that was good. High five, Sarah. Yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> It's okay. My poppiness is uh, is amazing. Poppiness. I love it. Your poppiness. Well, I love and I love the story because as we got to hear some, and I'd love you to share a little bit, kind of the dynamic of some of that in in your own words, kind of where that like. So I think to bring it into like context a little bit is so now we've been married for over thirty five years, mm-hmm. and along the way, all kinds of adventures and challenges. Four children. Four children. And we've ended up with, I think, four children and really seven by marriage. How many daughters? Four daughters. We have four three, daughters four. by marriage. So we have eight kids. So if you There's count, a lot of if them. you count the son-in-law, we have five more daughters. Okay, so we're doing this weird math. You're like, okay, they're either old or just disoriented. Yeah. So part of that is along the way in our family, we've had. Uh, one of our kids uh, get divorced. Mm-hmm. Um, so, super painful experience. Yeah, divorced twice, actually. And Correct. he's on his third marriage. Correct. So, all that to say from our pers- perspective to other parents and the kids is that we along the way have decided, and for different reasons that came out of our own marriage, um, and things we learned at church, actually, um, that you choose who you love. Mm. And I think a lot of times we hear that from a modern, a cultural thing of if you choose here, love, um, as, as a, anyways, for, for a lot of political things in terms of having different kinds of marriage. And that's, it has nothing to do with that. I think in our culture, parents a lot of times are very particular about when they love their kids. Mm. And you'll say, well, no, of course, we love our kids all the time. But especially with dads, when, it, when a, especially an adult kid makes a mistake, um, bad financial decision, a divorce, or affairs. They get a DUI or mm-hmm. an affair, and I've seen so many dads say, "Well, you know, once he or she straightens up, we can talk." Mm. And I feel so grieved, and it's not because I'm such a great dad, but I've been on the end where I was would die to have my dad reach out to me and say he loved me no matter what. Oof. So. We, yeah. So all that to bring it back into our context as a whole family is Cindy and I decided we will choose as the heads of this family, the old people, we choose. The, well, you're the old one. She's, she's still. Well, really she's still, true. she's still hot for sure. It's true. But the, the point is, is it's true. It's true. So true. So we choose. And so along the way, we've had that challenge in terms of divorces and other people about, hey, should you take sides or other family members coming to us and say, how do you feel about this? Or should we accept this other new person into the family? And, mm. you know, they, they did they did some bad things. They're wrong. Yeah. And um, you can jump in any time because that, that's, that was a super awkward process at a couple of points. Um, but we decided we would choose. And it was our choice. And the rest of the family was either going to follow us or not. Yeah. But that was our choice. And, and I think if you say you're a believer of any kind and you cut somebody off because they misbehave or they make you uncomfortable or they break a rule, you're lying. Mm. That's nowhere in the Bible says 
um, God loves you when you perform and get gold stars like you're supposed to. Yeah. That's not scriptural. That's true. You know, I, I had a friend of mine tell me this about, and he was referring to those who are homeless. He's like, you know, we're, we're not supposed to love them until they change. We're just supposed to love them. That's right. And I think that's the hard thing. And part of the why I wanted to have this conversation is, 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 is when I, when I see those pictures, when I hear stories of you guys, you grandparent well, and the stories I hear from, from Sarah, as mm-hmm. you shared is, and I, I remember you'll, you'll come home, Sarah, and you'll share stories about how, how Cindy loves mm. her daughters mm. and non-biological, not even married anymore to your, to your son daughters. And that's the part I love to focus on is that mm. success of that is that mm. you guys have done well with that. And I think that would do ben- that would benefit anybody who's in this situation. Just like, you know, we were talking off, uh, off, off the microphone about the shame that some parents feel mm. of that. Of and, and sometimes the church would throw that on them mm. of going, oh, well, well, you know, I shouldn't talk about this. I know we, we've talked about this story before. That we, there's people in church who said, well, you know, I've been through a divorce. And someone would go, oh, honey, you shouldn't say that. <laughs> and I'm like, and we're like, what is wrong with you people? You know, right. I'm, yeah. this idea that we can't share our brokenness, but then also learn from it and grow. And so, right. so, so I, I really think it's beneficial as, as there's people I know that are listening going, I've got this broken piece in a relationship or I've got an ex-daughter-in-law or I've got an ex-son-in-law and they've hurt my child, but what do I do and how do I respond? And I just see success in, in how you guys are doing it and how your eyes light up that every single one of those kids are yours. Again, you just did it right there. It's like, she's like, <laughs> there, there they are again. And, and I love that. And, and I, I really think that would, that would benefit those listening about how they can, you know, when tragedy strikes... Hmm. How they respond. I want to frame a question to Cindy. Let me bang it off the other wall. So what would you tell somebody, Cindy, let's say a, a person who's, you know, our age, let's say who's ancient, but they have an adult kid who's, who's done something and the other person is complaining about their kid and they don't know what to do and they're just mad at him. And you could tell they're kind of a little, they're a little ashamed and they're super disappointed and they're talking about not, not, not knowing what to do. What would you tell that, that parent? I think the Bible, if we, if we churched it up, says we're supposed to love and it doesn't, um, but if you love them, aren't you condoning the mistakes they're making? No, I think sometimes we, um, we misuse scripture to, to kind of fit how we're feeling (laughs) on something. Mm. And, um, I think the Bible is pretty clear that the greatest thing, the greatest commandment is to love. And, um, you know, I know we haven't gone into a lot of detail with our family and I don't know, um, how much would be helpful for you to really understand the extent of, of what I'm asking. Um, I'm asking, I ask my children to love. Mm. I, I ask them to, um, not expect anything in return for it. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I'm asking them to love each other in their process. Hmm. Um, one of our children, um, one of our children chose to have an affair and have children from the affair. And he's dealt with an addiction with his, one of his wives. Um, we had him bring one wife home and we never even knew he was married. Wow. Um, we've 
had, um, we've had him in and out of our house. We've had, um, these children in and out of our house. We've, and every morning still sing the same song, don't, mm. don't I? Mm-hmm. Even the, the from two, The two oldest grandkids call. Yeah, share that story really quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah share that, that, that. Well, I think something that I wanted my grandchildren to know that, um, that they're in charge of their day, that they're in charge of how they feel about their day and what they're choosing for their day. That's awesome. And we sing every morning. They call on their way to school to sing the good morning song. Yeah, and they've done that since. How's the good morning we, song go? I feel like we, we need to hear it. We, How's the good morning song go? <laughs> We've sung it since they were in preschool, and it's it's good morning to you, good morning to you. We're all in our places with bright shining faces. And this is the way we start a new day. And, you know, they change the words now because they've heard it so much. And they'll pick <laughs> days and they'll pick, they'll sing mm. it slower and faster. And they they sing in different keys. Um, mm. But oh, that's amazing. the next thing I ask them is, is today a great day? Because that's their choice. Mm-hmm. They, I want them to choose on the front end of their day that it's great. So um, we're going to give you Cindy's number so she can call you too in the morning. Because <laughs> I'm going to have you do that for me in the morning. And I'll be like, yes, I'm going to choose to have a good day today. Choose, choose your day because, you know, it's really even love. Even going back to what we were talking yeah. about, loving is a choice. Right. Yeah. You're choosing it. Well, and so many times we decide because of our own whatever dysfunction or, or la- sometimes laziness or, or disappointment or disappointment. We decide that we, we don't have a choice. We're trapped. And I hear people mm. say, well, I'm trapped in a bad marriage or if only I had good kids or my kids are teenagers. And they're, they're all statements of I'm really a passive, weak person. And I have no control. Mm. I'm just getting beat around. I wish around. my kids were as good as yours. I'm thinking. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Yeah, I'm sorry. The sky's littered with red flags. Like, <laughs> You know, and at the same time, I'm just going to point this out. Look, like, there, there, every time that you've talked about uh, the situation you just shared about the affair, mm. I've never heard or seen in your face a spirit of condemnation on your son oh. right now. Oh, no. You don't, you don't look disappointed at all. Does that make sense? Like, and He's I know that that's boy. exactly. And so I so, saw, but, but I want to point that out because I think people would feel almost immediately shameful on their side. And I love that you're sharing that point without feeling like, oh, well, this happened. It's like, nope. Good, good morning to you. Good, like, <laughs> yeah. How are we going to handle the day? I love that. You've made that point and I love that. And that's, that's that success that I see and that you made a choice. Well, and in, 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 I would be less than genuine to say that um, those situations um, were like a gut punch to me. Mm. You know, when you feel like you can't breathe, when you hear, hear something and you go, God, how are you going to fix this? Yeah. Mm. God, how are you going to fix this? How that The choices they're making, God. And he reminds me that he's God. Yeah. And he loves mm. them. Yeah. And he loves them even more than I do, which amazes me because I really love my children. I love my grandchildren. And, um, but he let me know early on that he loves them more. Isn't yeah. that crazy? Yeah. 
That's always blows me away. First John four nineteen, we love because he first loves us, and I think yeah. that's exactly it. He is stupid in love with us. Oh my gosh! And he There's doesn't. No put it. And and I love too the the verse as far as the east is from the west. Mm. He's taken our sin from us, and I think that's what he what it always comes down to. My kids make stupid choices. I make stupid choices. Yeah. But when I come to him and say, God. And that's all I need to say yeah. is, God, yeah. I need, I, I'm so sorry. You know what? He doesn't even remember it. That's what that scripture says. Like, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like it's gone. Yeah. And I want to love my kids the same way. Yeah. That's a huge thing. I know for me growing up with, uh, you anyway, know, father things, that yeah. was one of the things is along the way, I remember one of the first times the kids wanted me up in their, their room to pray with them. Mm. At night, and I, I remember times growing up, it's like, I don't want any adults in my room. That's not, not yeah. safe. It's not good. Yeah. And I realized there was a moment, because I said, God, I don't know how to do this. Mm. And it was like, well, you start, like you guys had talked about with your marriage, we're going to start, we're going to be, you call it being the Abraham, mm-hmm. where they call it, you're the benchmark, you're the you're the, the starting line. Yeah. And so it was kind of like, well, you decide what kind of dad you're going to be. And yeah. part of that along the way was saying, well, what kind of father is God? And we say that, you know, generically, kind of ch- super churchy. Yeah. But you, you look at it, and it's, it's, it's super gritty. It's not uh, elegant and clean and shiny. Yeah. You, you look at the Old Testament and the prophets and stuff. And, and then, of course, just look at our lives. There are some messy people in the Bible. No, the Bible is, is not for the faint of heart to read some of those things like, oh my gosh, you put them in the Bible? What are you thinking? These guys are messed up. So getting back to what Cindy was saying, though, for me, it was, Cindy is, again, a, a, I think more of a child of sunshine and light than I am. And so, you know, our... Resp- That's obvious. I mean, so where's the... the yeah. where's the, no, I'm just kidding. No, no, too late, Bill. You can go ahead. No, don't, don't touch me. Don't, don't, don't touch, you touch me. Don't you touch me. Um, but no, part of that for me was uh, deciding what kind of father to be and then not to withdraw because a lot of fathers, again, will withdraw. Mm. Though basically what you're doing is you're withholding your love yeah. as punishment. Yeah. And man, I see a bunch of fathers and they think they're doing the right thing. Or it's the least painful thing. Yeah. And they'll withdraw. And um, so through this, and not just with my son, man, I love my son. And a lot of things we talk about, um, because he's a sharp, sharp young man um, in terms of he he understands his genetics. And he goes, well, Pop, you know why I'm like this, right? This is your mother. And he's <laughs> no, it's, it's not mom. It's not mom. It's not mom. So all that is to be to be fair and you know, he has his own his own life and his own walk with God. Yeah. Um but it's it was God began to challenge me. He's like, How how much do you know about me as a father? Hmm. Um and it wasn't as much as I thought. I'm I'm not actually that smart. Um, and you know what, the way God challenges my knowledge of him and his love is he puts people in my life who I can't just walk away from, who, who hurt me Mm. and they grieve me and not because they did bad things, but they, they hurt me Mm. and they didn't care. And God said, well, what are you going to do with that? It's like, well, I'm going to kill them probably. Yeah. Throw their body in the wood First chipper. response, yeah, exactly. Yeah, two, gallons of, two gallons of bleach in the wood chipper and problem solved. (laughs) 
metaphorically. You should probably edit that out. <laughs> That's staying in, actually. No, other fathers know exactly what I'm saying. And if you have any military background with being more direct, that's the thing. Um, so point being is this. It's is, all in the love of Christ. So see that it come, if you say in the love of Christ, it changes everything. So. Put a cross on the chipper. I don't care. Oh, man. So, <laughs> oh, gosh, so my point is this, is that, you know, we talk about it. It's really cool. and It's a beautiful picture. Mm. But the actual picture is full of suffering. Yeah. And it's full of rejection. Yeah. And so the powerful part for us as a couple, as people who are in partnership in life and covenant, is becoming powerful by choosing to, to love regardless of how bad it felt. Mm. Mm. Um. And you can only get that or see that modeled with God. Think about all the times scripture, just in my life, how many times I've turned my back on God. Yeah. And he gave me hope and a way out and, and a, a life that, to be honest, I never could have imagined. Mm-hmm. We had a baby dedication. Two of our grandkids were dedicated one Sunday. And there was this huge mass of people. I just wanted to live past 40 and have a good job. Maybe yeah. be in the military and blow things up. But And if I had... You know, a great lady with me, that'd be cool, but not necessary. You know, I just want to have that thing going on. Yeah. So I'm sitting there. It's it's the goodness of God to look and have 25 or 30 people with babies and generations. And they don't all belong to me. Some of them are, of course, the other parents' people. They're good people, too. Um, But it's the whole thing. It's like, wow, look what God gave me to come out of a place of abuse and divorces Mm. and... It's like, no. And, and God in prayer has said, I'm going to make you a father of many children. He's had different people over the years. Like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Why don't you get somebody who can be a really good dad? Mm-hmm. Don't don't pick me. And over the years, the decades, God's shown off as a father because dads love to show off, especially when it comes to loving their kids. Mm. He said, no, I'm going to make you a fabulous father and an amazing grandfather. You're going to be a powerful man in your family. It's like, Dude, you're crazy. Yeah, you don't. Yeah. Anyway, but he, but he, but he did it, and that's what I love. And yes, thank so, you. So, 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 how about uh, how about this? Is where we're wrapping this one up. Just the idea of when tragedy strikes, um, what would you share to the person who receives that tragedy? You know, if they're so, let's say they're 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 a parent who's watching their children go through this, or watching their mm-hmm. grandchildren walk away, or something along that sort, or they're going through their own situation. What would you say to them when tragedy strikes? I would say don't withdraw. Um, it's not about you. Mm-hmm. And if you're in a place as a parent or a grandparent, I will, even if you don't feel like I'll tell you you are a powerful person. And that's not mm-hmm. uh, positive thinking speak. If you're a believer and you're made in the image of God, you are powerful. Mm-hmm. Stay there. Do not withdraw. Do not run away. Mm-hmm. It's not about you. You are there as an anchor and a pillar within your family and the generations after you, you do not have the freedom or the luxury of bolting because you're overwhelmed or you feel crappy. Mm. You have to stay there and just be there. I love it. Mm. Anything else of that, that you would share to, to maybe to, to the spouse or to the, no, to I the think mother? Just, I agree with that and, and just would add on to it to, to love them in their process that you're not responsible for their process. Mm-hmm. You're not responsible for their choices. 
you're not responsible for any of that. What God's commanded you to do is love. Mm-hmm. Love them in their process. And um, I think for me, that was the most freeing thing because I felt like to love them, I needed to fix mm-hmm. what was going on. And that's pretty stressful. That's a pretty big load to have to carry fixing somebody yeah, yeah, else. Yeah. And God never asked us to fix people. No. He's he's in the he's in the business of no. fixing people. God yeah. should do his his job. That's sure. his job. My yeah. job is to love. Yeah. But you do so well in loving on your grandbabies and you know, I just love being able to see Cindy's joy with her grandkids whenever mm-hmm. she talks about them and how she celebrates them. She celebrates each one of them so well and they're all so unique and so different. Mm-hmm. And she looks for every opportunity to speak truth into them and to um, bring in the word of God and to just normal conversations in the car that you have with them that just always touch me because I'm like, so smart, man, you're full of wisdom. It's so good. You Mm -hmm. take these little stories and you turn them into something like these massive truth bombs that just are amazing. (laughs) And I'm like, Dang, girl, that's awesome. I want to be a granny like that mm. because it's awesome. Or should I say a juicy like that? A juicy. A juicy. <laughs> a juicy. <laughs> but you do such a good job, and yeah, it's yeah. very admirable that yeah. how you celebrate your grandkids, how you, you, you know, point out their strengths, and you yeah. love them, and you do the crazy things like take them to ride the train and, you know, go – walk around H Mart or whatever you do and buy them these crazy snow cones and whatever, but you celebrate them. And I think that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Jesus, uh, in Matthew 22, he said, uh, he was asked teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law. And Jesus himself said, love the Lord, your God with all your heart, all your soul and all your mind. It's the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. Said all the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments, and I truly believe that you, you have found the key to that in the idea that we just need to love, just choose love. Uh, you know, I, I believe your success came from listening to that and going, "I'm just gonna love them." Like this is messy, and I'm delving into the garbage, but, but just like you said, your daughters are your daughters. Mm-hmm. End of story. Yeah, You've never amazing. rejected them, and again. No one's perfect, so don't sit there and and, and we, we're, you know we're not going to put you on this idea. Oh, and you've done nothing wrong, mm-hmm. but that's the thing. In the midst of our chaos, you've chosen to do the thing that is right and honorable and good, and so mm-hmm. we want to just bring honor to that. And so, listen, if if you're out there and you've had tragedy strike and you've never shared that, we care about you. Your story matters. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to, if you have questions or, or comments. Uh, for these two, for for Juicy and for I just, I'm going to keep calling her that now for the rest <laughs> of the night. Juicy and, and Poppy, um, uh, and you want to just share that with someone and get that off your chest. Um, info at knownlegacy.org. We will get this to them. If you have questions about how to journey through this, I know they'd love to answer those questions for you. So info at knownlegacy.org. I'm more than happy to to uh, to connect with you. Thank you guys so much mm. for being on the podcast oh, again. Yeah, thank this you is, so much. This is good. I, I don't think this is the last time we'll have them on there. They're pretty amazing people. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, But you can uh, check us out on social media, uh, Known Legacy Ministries uh, at Facebook, uh, Instagram, at Known Legacy. 
uh, and you can uh, check us out at knownlegacy.org. Uh, and uh, from there, also, um, we have a, an event coming up April 23rd, which you find out is your birthday. Mm-hmm. I thought podcast. that was the event, but that's probably pretty <laughs> small-minded. It's Well, you know, okay, it could be. It's a surprise. <laughs> so, but uh, date, date night, uh, check it out on our, on our social media page. Uh, and on our, our events page at knownlegacy.org, you can sign up there. Uh, price will go up uh, March 1st, so make sure that you get your tickets now. Mm-hmm. Hey, thank you guys so much for being on the podcast thanks. again. It was thanks. a blessing. Sarah, thanks for being by my side and oh, having your wisdom, and mm-hmm. I love having you here. And so you're way cuter than Travis is. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to be honest Truth. with you. I've never met Travis, but I can I think Travis, I have to deal Travis with would tell me that she is way cuter, so it's all Truth. good. So. Thank you guys for listening so much. Thanks for being here. Have a good day. Thanks for listening to By Dads for Dads on the Known Legacy podcast. Look for us on social media under Known Legacy or go to www.knownlegacy.org to stay connected. For booking or questions, email us at info at knownlegacy.org.